0: what up podcast listeners is eddie picasso your host of this week in the rgv so uh i started recording this segment earlier i don't know why i got deleted so i'm gonna have to re-record it uh i'm attending a tuesday morning january 8th uh, 2019 uh kickoff meeting with the Jinx Realty, and we have a special guest today, Ms. Uh, Nancy Annanson with uh, Republic Home Protection. And she's giving them some insights about home warranty. And I kind of wanted to add this uh, as a segment for uh, real estate tips on this uh, podcast on this week in the RGB. So uh, y'all stay tuned. I'll fix it to uh, ask Ms. Uh, Nancy a couple questions. I was uh, waiting to um, ask her afterwards. And maybe ask her some interview questions, but I think it would be beneficial for the rest of the agents to hear the answers that I'm gonna for the questions that I'm gonna ask. So uh, y'all stay tuned. Let me uh, let me bring her on in the next segment. Thanks for tuning in. I Love you guys. Peace.
1: Tell me that every property should be covered by a home warranty, but above and beyond, it should always be custom fit for that property. You know, sometimes people think that the highest price is the best deal for their client. Not necessarily. Look at the property. If you're really working with that buyer and you're trying to protect them to the best that you can, then look at that property. Is there a swimming pool? Do you guys know what, what pool repairs are? I don't have a pool, but I've seen 14 years of service cars. Average pool repair seems to be about 12 to $1,500. It's a $180 option with a return that's unlimited. Sewer? Anybody sell anything with the sewer? I would recommend sewer coverage. You know, what does this property have and what's the best way to protect this client? Someone come up for air. Questions? <laughs> What if you put a house on the market? You recommend getting a warranty then. Seller's coverage. Absolutely. Are you guys doing seller's coverage? Okay. So let me. Uh, are, you are you paying him to ask those questions? I am not. And I was going to tell him he couldn't ask, but he's got good questions, so I'm going to leave them alone. <laughs> uh, <laughs> seller's coverage. Okay. And in your packets, and I'll bring more. In you've got door payments also want you to know is that for sale by owner cannot have seller's coverage. Mm -hmm. Must be listed with the realtor, must be an MLS. Seller's coverage is nothing but a listing tool for you. So, as an agent for a lot of years, I still remember the first offer that I presented on a Sunday. I mean, I'll call my daughter, put the fish sticks in the oven, take the fish sticks out of the oven, feed your brother. This is crazy. How do I not do this again? When you're presenting an offer to me, this is what they're offering you. This is when they want to close. They're good for it. They want the swing set. Not really a whole lot more, right? That should be it. So talk about this on your listing appointment. Are you, if you're working with a buyer. Are you going to sell the property without at least talk about this? No. So I want you to be that smart on the listing side and know that anybody that brings you an offer is going to ask for one of these. There's no like, electronic? No. Or just, you know. <coughs> Mechanical. What, what did you ask me? No, no, like this. this the one morning. Morning. Stuff, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, no, oh, we don't cover that. Um, and, so yes, in our right toolbox, on line. Yes. Okay. So talk about this on the listing appointment. When I did a net sheet, I always plugged in a home warranty. Okay? And when you're having that conversation of, you know, you need to paint that purple wall, why you need to have this stuff out. And, oh, by the way, somebody's probably going to ask you for one of these. Well, what is this and why are they going to ask me for that? And then you know what you know the relationship with your clients. It might be something like, will you tell me that your AC is 17 years old, and I know you have a cleaning service every year, but I would hate for someone to ask for it to be replaced, strictly because of the age of it." Okay, it you know it's likely it's in the contract. Someone's going to ask for it, and then explain like why they want it. So, Mr. Seller, when something breaks after closing, they're going to be able to call the warranty company. Not you. I know you're trying to get to Ohio, be close to your grandkids, whatever. Okay, so give them that relief when the seller says yes.
0: I'm willing to offer a warranty to a buyer that they can add the seller's coverage to
1: protect them while they're on the market. If you look on the back page, a little checklist there. Exact same coverage for the buyer or the seller. Okay. seller's coverage, and I'm going to say this. Is um property, you know, like that is because it's just perfect, but you don't need a water it's a dollar. Tell me how the companies
0: that offer Can I record the question or the answer? Like ASCI? Yes. Okay, so you mentioned uh plumbing AC electric as a big ticket items. Yes. Uh pool repairs twelve hundred to fifteen hundred. Are what would be the three hidden pitfalls or the three hidden items that you most commonly encounter by home buyers? Maintenance. What's that? Maintenance. Maintenance.
1: Maintenance. People expect or people assume that we're providing maintenance. Like the biggest thing is the coils are clogged and dirty. AC is constantly running, but the house isn't cooling. You guys got to send somebody out There's something wrong here. We send a tech out, it opens up and says the coils are clogged and dirty. We don't clean them, that's a maintenance issue. That's the homeowner's responsibility. Now, here's where I'm going to make you crazy. If the reason that the unit failed is because the coils were dirty, then we're going to fix the unit or replace it if we have to. But the homeowner still has the expense of cleaning it so we can see what's going on there. Uh, we don't provide access or tunneling. So let's say if there's a slab leak, a leak that's under the foundation, it might cost $400 to fix the leak, but $1,200 in tunneling to get to it. We're not about access, we're not about tunneling, we're not about maintenance. A home warranty is very, very bare bones. What broke, how do we fix it? Simple. We don't renovate, we don't you know, do like elective stuff. What broke, how do we fix it? Here, I'll throw this one at you, uh, hold that phone. I tell you in our, our plans that we cover ceiling fans, okay? The light kit on the fan, and more than just the light bulb, but the light kit on the fan is not working. Would the warranty company come fix the light kit? Anybody want to
0: guess? Yes, because it's a mechanical part. Part. I have to say no,
1: but no. No, no. (laughs) Because what we cover is the ceiling fan. And so, and and here's what I want you to think. The ceiling fan is now. first off, I want to say pretty much you're not going to get a fan today without a light on it. But what we cover is the fan. The fan is going to work whether the light's on it or not. And so that's where I always want you to go. Uh, okay, so my little oven, my 31-year-old oven, has a little clock on it. If the clock doesn't work, okay. would the warranty company come fix that? Mm-hmm. It doesn't affect how the oven itself works. So one If thing it's not that a
0: functional I'm, issue, if it's more like a cosmetic issue- If it's cosmetic, if
1: it's elective in some way, not covered. It's always, you know, the first question we're always gonna ask, when did you notice it wasn't working? And so a lot of times if a homeowner answers with, well, it's working, but, okay? Well, if it's working, there's nothing for us to fix. You know, somebody might call in and say, the AC's making this noise. Oh my God, it feels like it's just gonna, you know, pop. Is it running? Well, it's running, but it's making this noise. And then we'll have a conversation. You know what, we'll set up service. We'll send the tech out. You're paying a $75 service fee, but please know that there may not be anything there for him to fix. Now me, I think that's pretty awesome to be able to get a licensed AC guide to your house for seventy-five dollars, whether something's right or not, and that's how I choose to look at it. Can I talk about what you do to get to your house? <laughs> no, but I'll tell you this. <laughs> I had to one morning. Uh, I'm in the shower at like you know five five thirty in the morning because I have to be in Brownsville bright early. And the water won't turn off in my master shower. But in my house as built in 1966, the water just won't turn off. I'm freaking out. What do I do? I gotta go, I gotta go. And luckily I know where my cutoff is outside, so I just turn the water off. Called the warranty company and you know came on down. Go back home, the text shows up, and I you know what, you're welcome to laugh at me. We turn the water on, we go into my master shower, he takes a screwdriver, he tweets, and tweaks. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I'm like, (laughs) really? Here's his $75. Less than two months later, he was back. And now he had to cut out, and it was a big valve job. So you know what? For me, it was worth $75 at that particular moment to know that's all that was wrong and to at least have a record of them when they came out. Yeah. It's all how you look at it. And I would say you have some power with your clients, okay? When you say to your clients simple things like, don't worry about that. We're going to get a warranty. They're going to the cover it. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. You know, start saying instead of, well, remember that you have a warranty, you might want well to look at the brochure and see if that's something that's covered. Because by the time I get the call, well, my agent said to them, like, I'm going to do <laughs> Thank you. So you have to do the training from time to time. I do, but you know what? It's like cover. We all we're all so used to saying, oh, they cover this, they cover that. It's like no, let's start saying something else.
0: In the case of a of a claim, what would you recommend for the client or the homeowner to do as far as to streamline the process to make it a lot less?
1: I mean, it's really very easy. I placed a service request online last night. I love our online, went online, uh, put in a request on my oven, like that, I immediately got an email telling me who the tech was, what their phone number was, if I want to call them, before they call me. Uh, Call the 800 number, or you do it online. Super easy.
0: Thank you. hey what is up everyone hello uh, podcast listeners and the all new alexa listeners thanks for tuning in and welcome back uh so i'm uh, a little late on recording this uh last segment for this episode but uh we just wanted to touch on a few things that uh that were mentioned in that uh that training and it's basically uh did you know that your real real estate agent if you are working with with one should recommend or at least point out that you are entitled to a uh, home uh, warranty or home protection program if you choose to do so so at the time of your purchase that's one of the things that uh should be pointed out and uh just uh, to make you aware of that um so Ms. nancy did point out a few good uh, tips on how to uh things to look out for any hidden uh, pitfalls uh, such as uh, the biggest expenses like uh acs electrical pool, uh, pool uh, repairs and uh how to expedite your uh home warranty claim so i hope that was useful and i hope that uh helps somebody out in the near future i went out this morning to uh Harland block uh Harlem block sports complex and a beautiful park here in Westlake on 18th street uh, with a little doggy park which is super excited uh super exciting i didn't know it had that i had actually seen it before uh probably browsing around google but i never really paid attention to it and i got around to taking the drone out this uh, morning and uh getting some great video shots and posting uh taking some pictures some aerial view uh aerial shots and um but i've been trying to upload them to that uh, nextdoor app my neighborhood nextdoor app and for some reason i can't do any videos so i posted the next best thing which was pictures so i hope uh anybody listening out there if you get to see those on the nextdoor app in uh, the West local neighborhood i hope you uh, you enjoy those if there is any other hidden gems that you'd like for to get showcased on uh, nextdoor and i'm also posting them on facebook and uh, youtube so uh if you'd like to uh, like a hidden gem to be anything that needs to be showcased in here in Westlaco. I think that Westlaco is one of those hidden gems in the entire RGV because of the great central location that I talked about on the last episode and just the amenities that it has. It, uh, most of the major uh, amenities that most other uh, bigger cities like McAllen and Harlingen has, except for like major items like probably like Top Golf and uh, stuff like that. But I mean, we've got a uh, what is it? Is it Chuck E. Cheese? And we've got all those uh, nice uh, restaurants and stuff. So I think it is centrally located. It's not as much traffic. not as much he- uh, hectic to uh, get around. So I think it's it's wonderful. I love the city, and I look forward to featuring a lot more of the hidden gems in the area. So uh, please reach out if there's anything that uh, you think that should be showcased, um, both on uh, next door here on the podcast, and we can talk about it. Maybe reach out to some of the. Uh, some of the community whether it's uh neighbors uh business local small business owners government officials i would love to uh have them on on board and uh talk to them a little bit pick their brains a little bit and uh tell us a little bit about about the hidden gems here in westlaco so uh thanks for tuning in i'm gonna cut it short right here just because i've got a lot more uh desk duties to do so thanks for tuning in i love you guys peace again this is eddie picasso your friendly neighbor and thanks for tuning in i love you guys peace